And just like that, 14 weeks have elapsed since we started this little enterprise called Piercing the Veil. And thank you to every one of you who have tuned in to listen to this hour-long rant about all things geek and good. So welcome to episode 14 of Piercing the Veil with me, Robin Pierce. And me, Steve Pierce. Steve, it's been a strange week. It's been a strange, newsworthy week. Yeah. And we've had news that's been both good, and we've had bad news. And what I think we should do is we should start off with the bad news. Okay. Let's address the elephant in the room. We have endured years of listening to... Brexit this, Brexit that. Well, now, Steve, there's a deeper, more insidious event happening. I'm calling Spexit. Okay. Marvel and Sony have broken up over Spider-Man. Spider-Man is, at this moment, this moment being... 7.20 7.20 and 43 seconds on August the 24th, 2019. Yeah. They are no longer having Spider-Man in the Marvel Comics universe. The news was originally reported by Deadline, and it was... I remember you coming downstairs yeah. and saying, Spider-Man's not with Marvel anymore. I thought, what's he talking about? And uh, basically, Sony and Disney, Disney being the new owner of Marvel, of course, have been unable to come to a new agreement because they had Spider-Man for so many films. And that time has come to an end. So Sony, who, when they were purely Columbia, were sold the rights man by Stan Lee back in the 70s. And they were told off cheaply because he was desperate for cash and wanted to turn some of his superhero characters into lucrative Hollywood TV stardom. Okay. Now, he was a man before his time, of course, we know this. Um, but he sold them off cheap and they made a really dire Spider-Man TV series in the late 70s. Um, still own the rights. I'm not sure if they go into perpetuity or not. But, um, because the amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield didn't do very well, Sony were anxious to strike a deal with, with Disney Marvel. And, of course, it was in a way, more to Sony's advantage. Because right now, Marvel only makes 5% first dollar gross. Okay. They wanted a 50-50 venture between the two studios. And Sony weren't going to have that, turned the offer down, walked out. Here's the thing, though. A lot has been said with Spider-Man leaving the Marvel Universe. Yeah. I'm convinced this has actually been planned for a while. That This isn't just an overnight thing, because... I like the way you're thinking. The Sony have bought Insomniac Games that brought out the Spider-Man game. So even the Spider-Man... This is a video game. Now. Yes. So is even, this the one that you were going nuts over last year? Yeah. Okay. So even the Spider-Man games now are exclusive to Sony. Okay. Because they have the rights yeah. to the character. But the, even the studio that have the rights to make those games, yeah. they've bought that studio. Okay. So you think they've been kind of shoring up their defences, yeah. getting ready to pounce on this yeah. for some time? That's an interesting note. Because you've got, you had Venom come out. Yes, who's a Spider-Man villain. And 
at the end of that movie, they introduce Carnage. Carnage, yes. Who's another Spider-Man villain. Yes. You've got a Morbius solo movie coming out. Okay, just let me just hold on a second there. Venom and Carnage are Spider-Man villains. Yes. And earlier on this year, it was heavily rumoured that Disney was interested in a co-venture to bring Venom and Carnage, the next movie, into the spy into the Marvel Comics universe, which would have actually worked quite well yeah. with where they left Spider-Man: Far From Home. This is what I know. Everybody, I know, avoiding all spoilers. This is where I think they need to start stopping with stings. Yes, you need to start stopping. Because with the... Stop starting with me. With the stings. Yeah. This is where I don't get with Spider-Man. They left it. You, ha you had the movie finished. Then you had the sting in the credits as all Marvel movies do. Yeah. But if they knew that the rights were... Or like the joint venture was kind of a shaky ground. Oh, but they didn't then, did they? I mean, everything was rosy then. This this is what I don't understand. We'll be touching on D23, yeah. the big Disney convention that's happening right now. Yeah. Later on. But to announce this beginning of the week that D23 happens, I was kind of hoping it, it's a ploy. It's a ploy. They're going to announce at D23 that everything's great and they're all talking again. Um, the, the, I don't know. The, the talks are still ongoing. Are they? Yeah. This is a lot of what's going on. At the moment, Spider-Man is out of the Marvel Universe. Yes. The talks are still ongoing. The yes. move, the follow-up to Far From Home is still being written. Well, I, I, I understood that Future Talks could amend this situation. But as it stands right now, Kevin Feig, no longer involved with the cinematic adventures of your friendly neighbourhood wall crawler. See, I'm, I'm disappointed, obviously, that he's out of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it means that future Spider-Man films won't be connected to the Marvel Comics universe but, at all. But, but, Tom Holland is still under contract yeah. for two more films. And it's still following on from the last movie. They can't do, though. Th this, this is the thing, though. Yeah. It's a standalone movie out of the Marvel universe. Yes. But because it's a sequel to Spider-Man Far From Home, it's still, despite the fact they haven't joined, in a way, it's still the same universe. So they're in the same universe. He's still got the same yeah. MJ. Yeah, same everything. Same Aunt Milf. I mean, Aunt May. Yeah. Um, and, of course, J. Jonah Jameson, yeah. J.K. Simmons. <sighs> Apart from me. Here's something else that I heard. MJ yeah. is called MJ. We haven't heard her called Mary Jane Watson yet. No. That's because the rights to use the classic MJ character weren't agreed upon. Aunt May, as a mobile younger yeah. aunt, uh, also they had to change that because classic old covering 150 year old perpetually on the cover of that didn't go over so they could use the character names but they had to change the character I think as well will from, they change that? from what they said before the Marvel Universe yes was supposed to end with Endgame yeah. so I would be more annoyed if this had happened in the build-up for Endgame. But because Endgame's happened, and these characters are supposed to be kind of 
it's a it's a intertwined universe but their own movies. I don't quite get it. I mean we're still getting the Spider Man three. We would have got. Just it might not have the Marvel Studios logo on it. Yeah, um well could they carry on with Mysterio? Did they have the rights to Mysterio? This the only thing that's changed is the distribution company. No, no, the distribution company. No, 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 no. The financing yeah. of the whole films has changed. The production of the whole films has changed. Kevin Feige can't have anything to do because with uh, Spider-Man films. I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that they will work a way out of this because at the moment it's it's got to be hurting Marvel yeah. not to have their most recognisable character of all. That's an undisputed yeah. fact. They can't use him in the Marvel Comics universe. They have made better use of Spider-Man in the Marvel Comics universe than Sony Columbia have with the previous five movies. Yeah. Okay? That's not to say that those films weren't good. They were very, very, very good. Yeah. But Spider-Man worked very well being connected to the other comic book I heroes. I have my own theory on it, which Please. is very, which is very, which no one seems to have touched on. Yeah. Despite the fact that Far From Home is the first Spider-Man movie to ever hit the billion-dollar mark. Yeah. It was still seen as compared to the other Marvel movies that has come out. Yeah. And disappointing. Ticket but, sales. But why? I don't understand. I, I, I don't know. But the, they, they, they surely can't have been expecting endgame numbers. I think that's partly what's going on from Sony now. Yeah. So what I think is actually happening is there is actually a deal there. But what they're wanting to do is build up. Spider, you know, people talking about Spider-Man. Well, they've certainly got that. And by the time they actually, because they haven't even confirmed Spider-Man three yet with a release date. Well, Spider-Man three wasn't going to be a part of the next Marvel phase anyway. He was going to be arrested for this particular phase, wasn't he? So by the time Spider-Man three does come out, yeah, it'll be sorted. Hopefully, I'm hoping that you're right. Because I I can't help but feel that Sony's stance at the moment comes across to me, and I, I could be way off base here, comes across to me like, thank you for fixing Spider-Man for us. We don't want to share any money that we're making on this with you. We'll take it from here. And I'm just afraid that they might blow it. I, the, the only other thing I can see happening yeah. is because of the juggernaut of a company that Disney is. <laughs> they could buy Sony. They, if they are pushed hard enough, yeah. they won't go after Spider-Man. They'll go after the entire company. Can you imagine? Well, they, I know that Sony, Columbia, and Hurting for Money. They pretty much did that just for the X-Men of Fantastic Four. No, no. Fox had been yeah. suffering financially for years. They'd been on the cusp for years. Okay. And eventually, like MGM before them, they became an easy target for uh, a takeover. And they, they didn't have the financial resources to defend themselves. Like um, MGM. MGM are now owned by, is it Warner? They, they bought up their entire back library. I think so. That's why films which are classic MGM movies, yeah. um, like uh, Wizard of Oz, you know, you, you, years ago when they had the Warner Brothers stores, you saw Wizard of Oz merchandise yeah. in a Warner Brothers store. They didn't make the film. It wasn't a, a Warner Brothers movie, but in the takeover, they bought up all of MGM's back catalogue yeah. of movies. 
they they now own everything they did. So we are hoping that they will sort out the. Uh, I don't think we should call it Spectre. How about Spikes It? Okay. S P I X I T. Spikes It. Okay. And it's certainly a situation that we're going to be keeping our eye on here in Geek Central. And as and when we have any update, we will be discussing it. If we don't like the update, then we will sure as shouldn't be pitching about it. Actually, one other piece of um, comic book news I just found out before coming down. Okay. You know, with the Joker movie that's coming out in October. Yes. How it's got nothing to do with the comic. Yes. Very interesting how in the latest, despite that's what the director said. Yeah. Very interesting how in a set photo they showed Arkham Asylum. Hmm. For something that isn't supposed to follow the comic. Yeah, um, I was disappointed when, again, earlier this week, uh, I saw that one of this one of the actors in the film um, had berated and belittled uh, comic book fans. Yeah. And yet he's in a Joker movie. And I wasn't very happy with the director saying, you know, the Joker movie. Well, comic book fans are going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Why make a smart-arsy statement like that? Why Why attack the fan base? Yeah. <laughs> Come October, he is going to want our pounds, our dollars, our yen, our rupees, because that film is going to go all over the world. There are comic book fans yeah. all over the world. Who want a Joker movie. Yes. And what might happen is if it doesn't follow the comics, the fans will have their say, and then when the timely sequel comes around, yeah. it will be exactly like the comics. Quite possibly. If it gets a sequel, yeah. because this, from what I'm hearing, and I can only go from what I'm hearing, this has that Halle Berry Catwoman movie written all over it. The, the director seems convinced he is making the first superhero movie that's going to win at the Oscars for picture, despite the fact that it's not a superhero movie. Well, no, he's not a superhero character for one thing. He's a supervillain. So I think he's more focused on making an Oscar movie. Oh. Than a comic book movie, because one of the things he said was, and this is actually Chibisome. Yeah. People that go to see that movie aren't interested in seeing the Joker terrorize Gotham. Yes, we are. They Trust want to me. see his internal story. Oh, the hell with his internal story. Yeah. Um. Interesting, you you talking there about uh, superhero pictures possibly winning the Oscar. I don't think it will happen. No. If it was going to happen, I think it should have happened with Wonder Woman. I would actually take it back a step further than that. Okay. And throw in Winter Soldier. Um, not so much Winter Soldier for me, uh, even though it's an absolutely fantastic film. Yeah. That was part of a larger story. But Wonder Woman, with its World War One setting, yes. and the performance put in by Gal Gadot, and particularly the sequence where she was basically running across the Western Front. Yeah. And being shot at, she didn't solve. That anything. is why I loved about that movie. How you usually put superheroes in that setting, yeah, and they make everything better. Yeah, she she did she she, didn't. she made very little change, but they didn't. It was it was set in 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 a situation 
that actually happened and cost the lives of an untold yeah. number of brave young yeah. men on you know on the battle lines there. Um, but they put a superhero character into that situation, and they did it respectfully. Yeah. And they did it in a way that didn't belittle the people who lost their lives there. And it wasn't offensive in that way. And given the performances in that film as well, I, I, I just thought, if ever a movie is going to win an Oscar, it's going to be this one. And that was actually rumoured for a while, but of course, eventually, no, it didn't. I'm surprised as well that that didn't win. And yet, despite the fact it's a really good movie, yeah, Shape of Water did. Shape of Water, love the film, love the soundtrack. To me, it's, it's a sequel to The Creature from the yeah. Black Lagoon. Um, it's a monster movie. It is a monster movie, and it gladdened my heart to see that get yeah. best picture. Because I'm really I glad didn't think it did. would. But when I was watching it, and to this day, yeah. I see it as a universal horror movie. Which, basically, it is. But it's, because the original creature from Black Lagoon is also yeah. a monster movie. Uh, sorry, a love story. Yeah. Which this is. So, yeah. Right, so there's the bad news about Spider-Man as the MCU. Um, that's where we're going to stick it there, right there for now. Uh, surprising news. Matrix 4, greenlit. I'm happy but confused. Well, I'm happy and confused as well. And one of the reasons is Matrix, the notion of Matrix, the, the concept is fantastic. Yeah. Matrix is a really strong film. Matrix 2 is it's an excellent sequences in it. I don't actually remember Matrix 3. I've watched them on Blu-ray a couple of years ago. Yeah. I've got them on Blu-ray, but I haven't cracked that and box open yet. Love the first one. Yeah. Love the second one. I'm with it all the way. Yeah. I can't actually tell you what the third one was about because I still don't know. I started to watch it, but I think I might have fallen asleep. And by the time I woke up, I thought, this makes no sense to me at all because I've missed everything. And then I stopped watching. Because apparently it's the um, John Wick movies. Yeah. That's the reason that they're doing another Matrix with how successful they are. Because Keanu Reeves yeah. is like a really hot property now. He seems golden in whatever he does. Okay. So, I'm going to need to go back and rewatch the Matrix trilogy um, before I I do or say anything about Matrix Four. Yeah. But it is coming. It is confirmed. And we are going to have Keanu Reeves back, Lawrence Fishburne back, and Carrie Ann Moss back. Yes. I wonder if they're going to digitally de-age Lawrence Fishburne and Carrie Ann Moss. Because Keanu Reeves seems to have some kind of act with the devil going yeah. on, and he doesn't seem to age. Oh, like Tom who Cruise. would you want to play Red Skull? Oh, Hugo Weaving. He needs to be back. Does he? Agent Smith. Yeah, we need Agent Smith back. Otherwise, it's not a Matrix movie. Okay. Um, so, there's that. We've seen some trailers. The, the most interesting trailers that I think we have seen were one for a non-geek movie about um, Shelby, the guy who developed yeah. the Ford engine that they put in the Shelby Cobra and Mustang, the really yeah. powerful ones. It's called um, Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. And it stars Christian Bale as a race driver. Um, 
Matt Damon yeah. as Shelby. And that should be out with us in... Now, is it November? I think it's November. Uh, it just looked good. Yeah. It's based on a true story, and to me, just, okay, yeah. I can sit and watch this yeah. quite happily, thank you very much. Quite happily. But the trailer that really grabbed me by the throat and shook me and said, you are going to watch me, little man, was for a movie called Ready or Not. That that seems to be a far darker version of kind of like a thriller comedy they did a couple of years ago called Game Night. Okay. Now, for the benefit of our listener, from what we've been able to make out from the trailer, a, a woman marries into a very wealthy family who have made their money, as far as I'm aware, with games, board yeah. games, video games, all that kind of stuff. And on their wedding night, um, the, the family seemed to want her to play a game. And the game that they want her to play, I think there's some yeah. sort of selection process for the game. Comes up with hide and seek. So she can hide anywhere in this huge sprawling mansion. And the memory the memories? The members of the family have to come and find her. Yeah. Except they're armed. Yes, I think so. There's crossbows, axes, shotguns, and they are playing to kill. Because if she... The whole object of the game is that she must stay hidden until daybreak. Yeah. Until daybreak to find her. Yeah. Um, but it seems to be some sort of uh, sacrifice thing. Yeah. It looked... Either we are truly sick and warped and we've got a completely inappropriate sense of humour, yeah. which is absolutely possible, or this is a very dark yeah. horror comedy. Yeah. In the same sense, but not to the same extent of, say, Evil Dead. Yeah. Definitely. You know, in, in a normal film, somebody being shot through the head wouldn't be funny, but um, certainly what we saw in Ready or Not, it yeah. kind of surprised, shocked, and made me laugh. Yeah. We, this is already out in the United States, where it's getting really good reviews, yeah. and we're expecting it in mid-September. September 27th. September 27th, yeah. really? It was that early in that, but okay. Right. Moving right along. D23. Now, this is the big annual Disney yeah. Expo, which has been running now for 23 years, yeah. hence D23. And it's where they, like... It's, it's like the San Diego Comic Con. Um, I don't know if it's open to the public. It is. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's like the San Diego Comic Con, but entirely Disney properties. Yeah. Nothing but Disney. They have the costumes from their movies, both Disney, Marvel, Star Wars. They, That's they, three. They tend to keep everything. They tend to keep everything. Their own properties yeah. to D23. Of course, it could end up being bigger than the San Diego Comic Con, given the fact that Disney owns yeah. so damn much these days. So, I was kind of hoping for a Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker trailer, which may yet drop this weekend. Well, teachers can show them there. They just haven't gone online yet. Um, because that film is out in four months. Yeah. But and they, we need a trailer. They did give a fantastic poster, right, though. 
Okay. It's kind of the outline of Kylo Ren and Rey. Yeah. Um, dueling on what seems to be a spaceship or something on the outer part of it. Yeah. Star background, and you can see, you can make out a face in the background. Yeah. And it's Darth Sidious. Oh, so the puppet master is still yeah. Um, normally, in years gone by, we've seen a teaser for a new Star Wars film many, many months. Phantom Menace, for example. It was Thanksgiving, I think, wasn't it? In November, when they dropped the first teaser trailer for Phantom Menace, which wasn't out until the following May. It's now late August. They have four months. But we have had the trailer. Yeah, but I was expecting... It was a teaser. I want more. But do we need to see that much? No, it has the potential. If any film from any organisation owned by Disney, for the sake of argument, is going to outperform Endgame. Yeah. This would be the one, yeah. I would say. More than any uh, dreary live-action CGI retreads yeah. of their animated classic. So, that was disappointing. But, my disappointment was... Like that, disappointment, yeah. I'm sorry. Sound like a snake. My disappointment was tempered a little bit by their trailer for The Mandalorian. Yes, definitely. Now, The Mandalorian is a Boba Fett-like bounty hunter. Yeah. It's not actually Boba Fett, though, is it? They haven't said. It could or could not be Boba Fett. But he's wearing that kind of uniform. And he is just as deadly. He walks through the entire trailer, not saying anything. No. Uh, We've seen some familiar uh, figures from past Star Wars movies, including, I believe, the... Oh, my goodness, I've forgotten. The um, sarcastic robot from Rogue One. Yes. He was there. Um, It's set, of course, in Star Wars universe. And to me, it just... When when I heard that they were making a a film... uh, Not a film, I'm sorry. A TV series for streaming about this character. Who may or may not be Boba Fett. May or may not be Dango Fett. Who knows? Um... I wanted it to be a space western, yeah. and that's exactly what they're going for. What are your thoughts? I, I think that going the space western route is the only way you could actually do a bounty hunter series, because that's why he appears to be in it. Yeah. And as, I'm really looking forward to it, because I've noticed a lot of series that are coming out at the moment have this tendency to go for ultra-violence. Well, ultra-violence won't really and this just swing looks, in Star Wars, will it? Really? But this just looks something new, fresh, different. Exciting. Yeah. Visually appealing. Yeah. So there's the Mandalorian. Um, we're going to get an Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and they have confirmed Ewan McGregor. Wow. All right, had they confirmed Alec Guinness, I would have been freaked out. Yeah. Because he's been dead for many years. Now, where are they going to take this? It would... I suppose it can't predate Phantom Menace. No. Um, the story of what happened between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith has been told in several seasons of The Clone Wars. Yeah. And 
in addition to everything else we're talking about, they have confirmed that there will be another season of Clone Wars. Yes, they'll take up, which will pick up straight after the, what they refer to as the Lost The Lost season. Yeah. The one that's only available on Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking that this is going to be Obi-Wan in exile on Tatooine. Yeah. But from what they say in A New Hope, he's just a crazy old wizard that nobody really yeah. knows about. So, you know. We don't actually know that he was on Tatooine the entire time. Well, it's a fair assumption because he was there to watch over yeah. Luke, wasn't he? But we've only seen parts of Tatooine. Because Leia was deemed to be safe and sound on Alderaan. Yeah. Boy, did she get off that planet just in time. And they've also said in Sith yeah. that Qui-Gon Jinn is trying to contact him as a Force Ghost. Yes, yeah. But that's never mentioned there, there, anyway. Yeah, there, there, was, there was something that um, he was going to Tatooine where you'll meet an old friend. Yeah. Makes me wonder, were they always planning to go this route, even back then at the end of Revenge of the Sith? Probably. Because did, they, they, did they actually plan it that far back? Because there was talk before of having a Obi-Wan trilogy. Yeah. Um, yes, of course there was, yeah. So I'm guessing, because like with Solo, that is now in talks of just being a series instead of another movie. I'm hoping that they'll bring back the the actors that yeah. are already established, because as far as Solo goes, I want to see what happens next. Yeah. I want to see Solo and Chewie um, enter into their deal with the devil with Jabba the Hutt yeah. that made him a marked man and I especially want to find out exactly what Darth Maul's up to yeah. because there were so many tantalising threads left dangling yeah. at the end of Solo that I, I really want to see resolved of course with their Disney Plus streaming service yeah yeah, I'm going to go there. They have the perfect stage for all these series. Yes. Now, the Disney Plus streaming service launches in November uh, 26th, I believe. Austin, America. Okay. Um, I knew there was a two in there somewhere. Yeah. And the Netherlands and Australia, but not the UK. Don't get that. What gives? That makes no sense. I would like to say, what the heck? Yeah. I would feel it merits a what the hell? Yeah. But I'm going to settle for WTF Disney. Yeah. It's not like you've got to do anything. You haven't got to translate them no. or dub them or anything. We speak English. Yeah. Even here in Wales, we speak English. This is my main criticism, and it's aimed more towards Marvel. Yeah. If they want people in the UK to keep going to watch their movies... Well, it's actually what you're aiming yeah. for here is Disney, because Disney owns yeah. Marvel. Is... If you're going to have your TV series or your mini series tying yeah. into the feature films, then at least give them it. a chance to watch them. Because what's going to happen with The Mandalorian starting in November, how quickly are there going to be online spoilers yeah. for something that we're not even able to see? It kind of makes a VPN yeah. very, very tempting. Now, of course, with a VPN, our connection cannot be traced. No. They wouldn't know what country we were from. It's completely safe and it's completely secure. And we could get there 
yeah. opening day with a VPN. The only... I've read about that online. Yeah. There's only one potential downfall. Okay. And that's if they work out what card you're peeing with, the country. Not really, because it's either going to be MasterCard or Visa. Yeah. Which are American and international companies. But the, the If ones... you're paying with something like, you know, uh, Halifax Building yeah. Society. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. the one thing I've found is I honestly don't think we are going to get the DC universe service in the UK. I can't see that that's, happening. That's, that's where I was going to go next. That, uh, that It grates my cheese. What's interesting with that, though, is Doom Patrol, for example. Yeah. We can't watch it in the UK. No. And yeah, it's actually quite easy to get them on desk. Well, it will be yeah. when they're released. What's the release date on those? October, you said? October 3rd, 4th. So... Why would you alienate a part of your audience? Yeah. Why Why would you do that? I understood when Netflix did it. Yeah. Because Netflix started off as a DVD rental yeah. organization. Then they went to streaming. But it was very limited streaming because internet speeds weren't up to much back then. And they, they, they had to... If you looked at Netflix US yeah. and Netflix UK, you'd find the programming is different because they've got to pay different rights um, to show programs that they don't own in different territories. Yeah. Now, DC programming is owned by Warners, who own DC. It's exactly the same situation as everything on Disney Plus will be Disney yeah. um, content, which they own. So this excuse of having to pay different people different fees to show them in different markets won't apply. If we haven't had it, they, they said they'll hit Every major region. Well, the, the best estimate that I've heard in um, the Disney Plus arena, yeah, and this is from Digital Spy, yeah, is we can forget 2019. Yeah, if they were going to launch in 2019, we would have already heard about it. But they are looking for early. 2020. That's that's what See, the get is. The trailer, like you said, for the Mandalorian. Yeah. It clearly says, and um, 2019. Yeah. However, D23. Yeah. They said that isn't coming out until early 2020. Really, they said that. Yeah. Okay, I know that. But the trailer says. November 12th, which is when the streaming service goes live. Okay. Um, I have the computer on in front of me, and I'm just going to have a quick look to see if we can... Oh, the Rise of Skywalker D23 poster is here. Is that the one that you've yes. seen? Very nice. They can, they can have that as the main poster. Very nice. Ren, Ray and Kylo fighting on top of a piece of a crashed Death Star tomb as the Emperor stares on is what it's uh, described as here. Wow. Um, the only This comes from Ain't It Cool News. Anybody expecting a new trailer at D23 was profoundly disappointed. Yeah, tell me yeah. about it. Me too. They showed a big behind-the-scenes feature that is said to be hitting online this Monday. Um, this is what we get for Star Wars skipping Comic-Con, Comic where the BTS was traditionally shown. Um, that's the behind-the-scenes, of course. But all they did was show the, the poster. 
Okay. Now, what I was going to look at was the Mandalorian. Um, original series streaming November 12th, says the poster. Yeah. And... I'm guessing that's it's fast. Yeah. But I looked online just before we came on air, and of course they do nothing but confirm that it's not opening in the UK until whenever they say the best guesstimate is early 2020, first quarter. It will definitely. Yeah. When you've got. Because I've said the Vision and Wanda series both tie directly into Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yes. If we don't get it by then, we are definitely going to get it because they'll be feeling the ticket sales. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because there'll be another case of Serenity. With the Firefly movie. I saw Serenity years ago. Um, I was on a business trip to Cardiff and somebody said, oh, let's go and see Serenity, it'll be really good. And I thought, okay, then I hadn't watched Firefly yeah. at all. Um, I think... I hadn't watched it because it got cancelled so quickly. Yes. And I thought, what's the point? You get into this, and it's gone. So I didn't bother. And I went to see Serenity, which is the Firefly yeah. film, which finishes everything off. And I was told, completely acceptable, you don't need to have seen the series before seeing the film. I thought, fair enough. I didn't get it. When certain members of the crew met their untimely demise, yeah. I remember people moaning and groaning and even sobbing at the cinema. And I thought, so what? I just didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't understand it. I didn't have that, I guess, emotional connection no. of having watched the series and having seen these people go through the trials and tribulations of their characters and their, their weekly exploits, even though there's only a handful of episodes. Later on, I thought, I'll try the series. A, a yeah. couple of years had gone since watching Serenity. And I immediately got invested in the characters yeah. because of the strength of the writing. So when it came time then to finish it off with Serenity on DVD... Yeah. But I don't want to go through all that in Star Wars movies or Marvel movies or if they care to do it, DC movies. Yeah. But I have read online, I don't know whether it's Sour Grapes, because it was on a UK site, Okay. that the DC streaming service may be a short-lived affair. I wouldn't actually be that surprised with that one, because they cancelled their own Swamp Thing. Yeah. After one season. Yeah. Doom Patrol season two was well the first season was so successful it ended up it'll still be on the streaming service, but it's also going to HBO's. Okay. So now if it's on HBO, so there's Sky a Atlantic. good chance exactly that it'll be on Sky Atlantic. Because that's where Watchmen's gonna be. Yes. What do you think of that Watchmen trailer? I'm still not completely convinced. I was happier with the second trailer. Than the I was happier with the second trailer. I'll tell you why. I liked V for Vendetta. I did this, this. But that first trailer was a bit too V for Vendetta yeah. for me. Instead of people with all those Guy Fawkes masks, yeah. 
Rorschach. You had people having Rorschach masks, and I thought, I like V for Vendetta. Yeah. I like Watchmen. Watchmen is not V for Vendetta. V for Vendetta is not Watchmen, the two separate entities. I was saw... happier, as you say, with the second trailer. Because in the second trailer, you actually saw more of the heroes from the first one. Yes. And you had Hooded Justice. We did like Hooded Justice, yeah. didn't we? I don't know why, but I just like Hooded Justice. I, I like the fact that uh, he comes in just in the nick of time. Yeah. To stop the comedian doing what the comedian yeah. was doing, and beats the crap out yeah. of him. And the fact that he's, you know, he's about six foot seven, uh, wears a noose around his yeah. neck, and speaks very much like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. So yeah, we've we've got stuff to look forward to. I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing the. The Doom Patrol, because they're so damn weird. Yeah. And they were introduced on Titans, which is one of those things that is supposed to be exclusive to DC streaming. Um, but turned up on Netflix. Yeah. Because Netflix have the rights, or agree the rights, for Titans, so I'm presuming. We'll get Titan Season 2. Okay. If not... There is another series that I'm very concerned about that I need to watch. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. The animated series. Yeah. One where they put up a warning yeah. that it's not for children. Exactly. Because there's still a belief among the mainstream yeah. public that... Cartoons are for children. Yes. Um, this is clearly not the case. Ask the anime animators in Japan. Uh, well, basically, just ask anybody who knows a thing or two about animation. In fact, go back in time and ask Walt Disney himself. Because he maintained that he never made a children's film, he made family entertainment. That the entire family could enjoy. Any one of his shots would say that. Here's a, another. Uh, we've griped quite a bit this time. Yeah. This has been the Pierce Boys Bitch Fest. Yeah. Okay. You and me, and the rest of the family, we were in Manchester this past yes. week. And as is our habit, we visited. The Disney store. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. And as is our usual practice, we walk straight the hell out of that Disney store, yeah. disappointed. When they had Warner Brothers stores, Warner Brothers celebrated their entire legacy. There were high-end collectibles. Yeah. There were animation cells from the Batman animated series that you could actually buy. Yeah. There were figures, everything from basically pocket money prices to hundreds of pounds. Yeah. There was something there for you. One would expect that with Disney's amazing legacy of films yeah. and pioneering animation work, that they would celebrate that legacy with high-end collectibles, figurines maybe, um, DVDs, DVDs um, books, limited edition lithographs of some of their yeah. animation, concept drawings that you could have framed. But no. What do they sell? They sell toys. Yeah. And toys of all their latest hits. Here's, here's the thing, though, and yeah, it is another gripe. Yeah. You look at Disney's great history with the Golden Age and, you know, the Snow Whites and Peter Pans. Yeah. A lot of the shorts, though, they will never kind of even acknowledge anymore. No, no, because they, they're embarrassed. Yeah. Because they are products of their time. Now, I'm not suggesting for a second that some of the attitudes 
of that time are in any way correct. But you need to keep those cartoons, those animations visible because if you don't learn from history, you're going to commit the same mistakes again. Because one of the, and that is a very bad point. Because well, there's 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 an animated short which has um, Mickey Mouse yeah. in in blackface. Yes, and something that was deemed funny with the attitude back then. Yeah, but these days is seen as grossly offensive. Yeah. And if you watch that animation now, I don't think anybody's going to be looking at that and saying, ha, 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 look at him. People are going to think, oh, my God, I thought this was funny back then. How far we've become. Because I've watched a lot of the earlier shots, and a lot of it, you actually face panning, what? Why? It's like when I yeah. watched that um, "Love Thy Neighbor" seventies um, sitcom with you about the the warring neighbors, white bigot, black neighbor, and it was primetime entertainment. Yeah, forty uh, odd years ago. I remember. And now I was just, yeah. oh my god, I can't believe this ever found a means of being. Broadcast. Some of them were way more entertaining. Um, not the you know offensive ones. Yeah. Because I remember you'd seen some of the later Donald Duck. Yes. And how he'd been very much watered down. He might have a small temper. Well, he he would. The thing about Donald Duck, I suppose, is that he would always he was always on a short fuse. Yeah. But he seemed to be. He, would, he was on a short fuse, but it was never anything major. Yeah. I remember when you saw some of the early and um, cut shots, he's where, a completely different... Where he pulls a gun on a bunch of orphans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a duck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's always either carrying a gun or an yeah. axe or... But as soon as that little sailor's cap gets pushed yeah. to the front and he does his little strut yeah. walk, you know, he, he becomes a psychopath. Yeah. Pretty much like Daffy Duck over at Warner yeah. Brothers Looney Tunes. It's it's a shame that we everything these days is so homogenized and you, you don't get that kind of lunacy. It's pretty much with kind of the. What have you told me about Tom and Jerry these days? I mean, they're they're not perpetually at war with each no, other. No, um, these they, are they live sure. together and they're friends or something. The, there are three things they've done. Yeah. Looney Tunes. Yeah. Do you remember the kind of monster that was created in the laboratory? Oh, the big furry thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the the mad scientist yeah. was an obvious riff on Peter Lorre. He talks now. What? With kind of Why? a feminine voice. Uh, Donald Duck. Um, no, sorry. Daffy Duck, Bugs Bunny um, live together. And I think the oh, female brain does as well. Whatever happened to rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season? Well, the bam. one I've seen, they... Where's Elmer Fudd? The one I've seen, they... I think he owns a shop now. <laughs> I'm not joking. The one I've seen, they were sitting on a couch playing Scrabble. And they were talking about each other's feelings. I <laughs> just switch it off. No. Sorry, what? Talk- say, say, say that again. I, I just want to make sure that I've understood this. You were sitting on a couch. Who who was sitting on a couch? Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck. Playing Scrabble without chocolate, talking about each other's feelings. On that note, our hour is up. And I, I, I've, I've lost the will to live. Um, I'm Robin Pierce, and 
All I can say is... That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Um, Steve? Talk to you next week. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were talking about their feelings. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's something that we will not be doing on the next episode of Piercing the Veil. Until then, stay low, stay sharp, stay safe. And in an increasingly silly and crazy world, stay sane.